1: side.
2: My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In
1: response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community.
2: There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community.
1: Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.
3: Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
4: Hey, listen! How many hours would you say you and I have played Diablo the franchise together? Ugh. Is it is it a hundred? No, right? Oh, it could be. I we don't, played no. all the way through Diablo three together. No, no, that's wrong. No, we did, didn't we? We played almost all of it together.
5: Uh, I, I don't know. I'm making up a number. They, I would say over fifty, but less okay, than hundred. Between
4: fifty and a hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's a uh, lot. Still. This is. That is a lot. I was going to say, like, this might be, like, our game. Like, if we, <laughs> right? Like, uh, like, it's yeah. this a Rocket League. This is the game you and I play the most. Right, but we, we usually just talk about other stuff because it's one exactly. of those mindless grinds, you know? Exactly. That's a key ingredient for this thing that we're going to talk about on today's One-Up Spinship. Whoa. Welcome, shipheads, to a glorious episode, a highly anticipated episode of your favorite and best video game podcast on the internet. This is one of your hosts, Adam Ganser. Our pal Mike is out this week and with us, his glorious partner on the sister network Small Beans and great friend and co-director of mine. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey, this is Abe Epperson. Thanks for the kind of words and I'm happy to be here. That's right. You you brought all your uh all your accolades and shoulder pads and mm-hmm. like all the things you put on your breastplate. Yep. I go out has. every
5: day with my shoulder
4: pads that everyone immediately <laughs> recognizes
5: and says, look, that's a man with shoulder pads.
4: He, that dude,
5: man he fancy. needs my respect. That's how it works.
4: <laughs> that uh, man deserves respect because look how shiny his shoulders are. Yeah. Fathers uh, will tell
5: their daughters, you need to find a man with shoulder
4: pads. <laughs> Bring them home, then I'll finally bless you. <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> that's right., uh, I mentioned that only because uh, aside from being an illustrious and esteemed guest, Abe and I have a lot of time invested in this game, which I know is a fan favorite and probably one of the most uh beloved f- games and franchises in PC gaming, at least. Yeah, right. For sure. That's safe to say, wouldn't you? And that would, is yeah. uh Diablo 2. Mm -hmm. Diablo 2 we are going to be talking about today we're going to get into all the dungeons go through all the layers every act Mm -hmm. until we finally decide should we keep or delete the precious Diablo 2 which means we're going to snap right away into format and pass our very first checkpoint uh, and do the new and improved segment on One Upsmanship, Tell Me Like I'm 8-Bit, in which our our illustrious guest will explain to someone who's never heard of Diablo 2 what it is. Whew. Take it away, sir.
5: Ugh. All right. <clears throat> All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go. So Diablo 2 Resurrected, which is what I assume this we're talking about. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. talking about yeah. the update, right? Okay. That's, That's right. 2021 it came out. It's an action RPG based off the 2000 game Diablo two it's a remake um uh it's it's not a reboot or anything like that it's just straight up remastering really with quality life in it it's an action RPG hack and slash one of the OGs but mainly it's a looter um that's really what it brought to the table and you play as one of seven classes there's paladin barb uh source sorcerer uh there's necromancer <laughs> Swords, there's a yeah. there's a you can tell how much i play this game druid yep. and an assassin and you're the hero of the story and there's five acts and each act follows a series of linear quests in a uh procedurally generated area maps and each mm-hmm. each act has a town that acts as your hub for your stash uh shops quest givers while you reach waypoints to further your journey deeper into the acts. and then in act 4 you kill diablo the devil and then in, there's an act 5 which originally was a DLC for Diablo 2 called Lords of Dest- or Lord of Destruction wow where you kill another like primeval uh named uh Baal or Bale, depending on when you've played <laughs> this game who's the brother of diablo and mephisto and it's all yeah. about killing monsters and looting bosses for top tier loot to create Uh, alongside your skill tree builds uh, and make you more powerful and progress you through the game. And the fun of the game comes from getting unique loot and creating builds. You can just decimate mobs. That's it.
4: Yeah, I think you're, I think that's spot on. Yes. Uh, That's absolutely what this game is. Uh, If you've never heard of it, you probably haven't played much in this genre Mm -hmm. because as far as I can tell, never having played the original in its heyday, but it seems like Diablo 2 kind of is the is the benchmark for this genre of dungeon crawling looters you know it, it was uh, like, of which there are many
5: yeah it was the earliest big title that you yeah. know there's always that combination yeah. there's maybe a few that are earlier i don't remember when like baldur's gate came out but it's like in terms of it's dungeon it's based on Crawler, baldur's gate yeah it like it made it a franchise it was like oh they did it they we just yeah. opened up we we got we leveled up in terms of our uh you know is this how, how many people will play this
4: i think that's right um it, it for a little while it held the title of like fastest selling game of all time on a like a pc yeah that's awesome Um yeah and uh look, there's other there were other little details about where it falls in this timeline it is after baldur's gate um it is sort of i think the most beloved of the D adaptation series you know because there's a bunch of them that have sort of took all the premise like Not just the premise, but a lot of the mechanics of D&D and then gamified it. And this is sort of one of the most important of those, according to, you know, game game thinks, according to the game (laughs) thinks around the Internet. Uh, So, you know, uh, that's that's all the stuff that we've inherited when we talk about Diablo two. So let's pass our next checkpoint and uh, let's get right into how you and I feel in our rants about this game. Uh Either one of us can go first Typically I would go first But Abe, since we're both hosts We can do whatever we want Do you oh, want to go first? Oh, geez. That's right, you're a host Abe I thought Promoting, I was guest, baby. I was in guest mindset Nah, nah, no, no, nah, I would you're a host you, I would do let you, want you me go first, first okay. Since Great. I talked for a while Great. Okay. Great. All right. Adam Ganser plugging in Diablo two is just fine. It's not (laughs) incredible. It's fine. Um, I think a lot of people who love this game, love it for nostalgic reasons Uh and I can't, and far be it from me to take that away from anybody. I can see why it's fun. Um, I have, I have gotten my talons in several looters over the years. Um, this is not my favorite one, but I understand that it's a formative one in this in this arc. Like, so I'm not here to say that it isn't. Um, and I think for me, the question of it is this game seminal will come down to how important is. Uh, is the mechanics that it's bringing to bear in how important are those for games in general? Um I would say in general this game is not the type of game that gets me super excited though I do like looters. We all know that I love Destiny 2. Trust me, that some stuff will come up from Destiny 2 in this episode cuz that's my favorite of the looter genre. Um but it's not the only one. I like The Division 2. I like that recent uh, I like Borderlands that franchise and uh, even uh Tiny Tina's Wonderlands which we talked about on this podcast last year. Um so there's a lot of them that I like. Uh I also tend to like stuff that Blizzard has made. Like, I like StarCraft, and uh, I've played a little bit of World of Warcraft. Not enough to comment on it yet, sadly. Um, But I I get it. I get that Blizzard and this game matter um, for the history of it. But that said, it's not that great of a game. Here's what I mean by that. Uh, There's a lot of reused assets. Uh, The game loop itself is pretty flat. Like, there's really not a lot to this. It's very much like... You know, you build one of the two or three skill trees that you get for your character. Um, And by the way, the game sort of inadvertently incentivizes you to max out one skill tree before you start another one, because progress is very incremental and uh, you don't start seeing the real powers of this skill tree till later in the tree. So, like, you know, the game turns out to be kind of the same for a long stretch of it loot itself while it has tiers and there's lots of different things it can do is a fundamentally same experience. Now, I don't want to say that it's uh I don't want to say that it's entirely bland. It has a kind of uh there's an escalation in how much damage you can do. And there's there's very little in gaming that's more fun than taking a couple of friends through a dungeon and like hanging out and blazing through a series of like you know wolf men or whatever or like centipede guys with with sticks or whatever you know and like all those assets and all that like you know creepy gothic stuff is fun and it's fun to do with friends but ultimately it's sort of like clicking a button and like you know the animation happens and then you're just sort of scanning through your stuff in your inventory and warping back to town and there's some things even in this remaster that should have been fixed for quality of life reasons that, that aren't like the idea of having to identify Identify objects or the idea of having a scroll that you need to use in order to go back to town, just like stuff that they didn't want to mess with what Diablo 2 was when it came out. So they didn't fix it. And it's like, yeah, but that just makes the game more dumb and and cumbersome. Um, so like on a core level, there's nothing wrong with this. If you like it, like I'm not here to say, no, you don't (laughs) like, sure. Okay. I get it. You like it, but it's, it's not the most complicated loop. It feels like it sort of reduces all the endorphins I get out of an action sequence to the click of a mouse, or I played this particular one on console for the second time. And on console, it's even less directed than that, I would say, like because you can't really aim as much with the buttons like you're sort of at the mercy of the auto aim of your character. And it's even worse there. So it's not as good as on a console, in my opinion. Um, So there's that's my mechanic conversation as a story. uh, This story feels the way a lot of video games feel, which is they sort of have gated the sequences with bosses. And every story is ultimately about how do you finally get to beat Mephisto or beat Ball or beat Diablo. And uh, the journey is a little bit arbitrary. Um, And the defeating Diablo is not the most satisfying thing in gaming because there's not a lot of personal stakes. It's all kind of lore stakes. And I think if you're the kind of person that gets invested in a narrative like you would in Dungeons and Dragons because you want to see what happens. Like, if you enjoy it on sort of a pulp comic-y kind of way, you might like it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that it's not a very personalized or emotionally evocative story. It's just kind of cruising through a wacky, spiritual uh, D&D-type world and killing a lot of enemies that are kind of the same and then repeating it. And hey, man, far be it for me to say you didn't like that. But to me, I don't see how this game matters in 2023 when so many things have improved upon it in meaningful ways that's my rant <gasps> i know <laughs> you I know. bastard i know it you
5: jezebel <laughs> uh oh man yeah. yeah i i just disagree okay great good that's how I it, want that's you how to. it goes uh, i want you to do do I respond to you or do yeah, yeah. I just no, rant? No, you do your own rant. It's, you can respond, but, but do how your much of my rant should say. be me talking about what I want to talk about and the nonsense that you just
4: mentioned? <laughs> you know, buddy, that's up to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all your decision. All right, cool. Yeah. And however you want to player
5: it. two strapping strapping in, uh, blowing the the cartridge, plugging it in, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. So there's a few games, not many, but I'll claim that I am probably a victim. Uh, of nostalgia goggles for sure. I'm probably in love with the time more than the merits of the game, but there's something that still kind of nags at me. And I don't think that's the complete story. So I don't entirely accept that criticism of my, like, like, I mean, of my take criticize my take all you want, but I mean, like I it's, I don't think it's just that. So my hot take is ultimately, and it kind of goes into what you were saying is the statement polish is overrated Mm. in terms Mm. of story to gameplay balance, the idea of loot pools and how they're constructed in this game, grind difficulty stuff that to me actually matters in this genre. This game was, has never been beat by any of the clones like Torchlight, Baldur's gate, path of exile, even like demon souls, like not even touching it to me. And it wow. is simply the best dungeon crawler. I mean, Diablo 2. I mean, I think Diablo 2 Resurrected is now the premier way to play Diablo 2. Right, um, right, right. Because I think there's quality of life stuff that, honestly, since you never even played the first one, you don't even know. It was It was even worse. <laughs> I, looked,
4: I looked it up. I, I looked it up. Diablo 2 Resurrected is a very minimally ch- yeah. changed they're, game. They're it's pretty that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty they, similar.
5: I think it's uh, it's it's how they interpreted, well, if we're going to remake this game and it was popular for so many years and so many diehard fans, we kind of catering to them. But anyway, um, it's a game that takes time and uh, it definitely needs a grind. Yes, but the grind is surprisingly easy and quick if you know what you're doing and you kind of have the right builds and in, in, in your mindset. So it makes getting top tier loot fun in a way that I don't think modern looters do Mm. um they just don't have that component it just doesn't exist because they think the grind is something to uh that i think modern games think that the grind is something that they need to make simplified and i don't think that that truly is the fun of the game uniqueness is a feature not a bug uh, and the world is big enough, but it's not too big, so things don't really get bogged down by things like travel that I think have modern problems. Like I'm basically talking about, like it ignores. You are correct that it ignores twenty years of evolution in game design because it didn't really it existed before that, and then when they redid it, they redid it for a different purpose. And my one knock against uh, D2, which by the way, when you say D2. Uh, you think it's Destiny 2, but it's actually not no, no. <laughs> uh, <it's> Fair enough. <laughs> that it's catered to the diehard fans because it's a classic game, so it didn't change much. Um, but I love the retro aspect of this game through and through. Uh, I don't think it's broke, so I don't want to fix it. And even with like some of the clunkiness that you mentioned from things like the isometric view... Uh, and like how like you were mentioning, clicking on it like or like clicking on a screen to walk around in a way. Um, you played with a controller. I don't stand for that shit. Um, I do not find that 20 years of game design makes this better. I don't need it to be a Kingdom Hearts or some shit. That's fine. It's a different game. This is about menus and loot loot, baby. Uh so <laughs> I don't care, honestly, about like the like the gripes of some of the cosmetics and the gripes about, uh, some of the clunkiness. If you're into this type of thing, I think it's ultimately more rewarding than any game that you pour into. Like now, if you're looking for a looter experience, that's my opinion. Um, so yeah, like, cause you mentioned like idea, like there's, there's some aspects like the identification, like using a scroll to get back to town and stuff. And that cumbersome element, You're totally right about that. I don't think it hurts or breaks the game. It's just a small little. But what what games don't have that? Um, I think it's also one of those games that you really do need to pour hours into. Because you were mentioning like hanging out and like uh, in a dungeon and stuff like that, which is really fun. But the way I played this game is different than I think the way you played the game.
4: Um, No doubt. That's in part why I wanted you on this episode is so we can contrast those. Absolutely. Because I
5: think that there is a casual way in which you play this game that is fun and Diablo 3 catered to um, because it, it more people play that way. But uh, mm, if you really want to unlock what the game has to offer and so we're really evaluating the game on its merit, I really do think that there's a way in which you play and it's kind of more of a power user. It's knowing the builds, knowing what, what things to go for mm. and ignoring stuff that doesn't. Now, games there's a huge philosophy about, and conversation about should games ask that of their audience? Well, I mean, I think it's the type of audience that that's what they want. They're already into the concept, like loot tables and organizing information and being like, Oh, I'm excited that I'm going to go to this specific area now because then, you know, there'll be Mephesto and I'll get a, like a Shaco drop or something like that. And like the exhilaration that you get, When you, when that happens, that's what it's for that moment that, and all other moments are building to that moment and it's perfectly well done. So I guess that's end of rant. I could go on, but like, no, and we're
4: going to, you raised a lot of really key points that is, it's perfect. Exactly what I want to talk about with this game. Um, and we're going to get into that. Once we warp back to town, identify some objects, talk to Deckard Kane, and decide who we're bringing along on the next wing of our journey after these Stay acts. Stay a while and listen. <laughs>
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts, These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanika on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
4: I no idea you're gonna bring out your Deckard Cain impression dude. there's so uh, many good
5: ones uh, <laughs> no, there are. I forget he, I
4: actually forget his name but in
5: act four there's like another one hail to you champion <laughs> which is one the, of my favorite ba- like every time he says it I say it to myself on un- like in lowly in my breath like hail to you champion
4: <laughs> like I say it <laughs> back to the game <laughs> the voice acting uh, is very silly in this game but in a very win- winsome way I would say yeah, like it's very it's charming silly. by the way we're back uh, all that's staying in so I, ho- I hope you you like that <laughs> everyone heard it because i love Abe impressions they're my yeah. favorite thing um okay uh let's pass our biggest checkpoint to date the one that really gets us into the meat of the episode and uh get right into game on where you and i will argue to the death probably where one of us finally drops all of our gold uh over whether or not we have who is right about this game and who is <laughs> not um let me ask you a real quick question right off the top uh, And that is how do you play this game? Like, what do you think the ideal way to play this game that makes it fun? And, and like explain that to me on so the ladder
5: shortly on the ladder playing with a group of friends, um, ideally more than like four, ideally like eight. um, And you're working together to maximize the seven builds. So you have one of each, In your party, you have one of each of uh, those um, uh, classes and builds that there's nothing, there's no area you can go where immunities matter, so you can destroy anything. Um, now, obviously, not everyone has a group of seven friends, so the game does an <laughs> excellent seven job. Friends period. Or seven <laughs> friends. Period. <laughs> right, uh, right. Yeah, my mom thinks I have more than seven friends, <laughs> but uh, she
4: doesn't know. I'm but she doesn't know. And, yeah. she,
5: she's also hardcore into uh, D two, by the way. <laughs>
4: No, I could see it you. and I yeah, would be yeah. thrilled That's to partner with her. Yeah.
5: <laughs> no. Uh, uh no, but like I think that the they they give it to you right there, which is like you do it you have a specific purpose. Like I want to do a bail, a ball run, right? Okay. I want to yeah. just grind I want to kill him forty five times tonight. Uh and let's have let's have a group of players come in, ideally your friends, but they also right. can just be randos that are of the same level of your and you just go and demolish him. Right, and then do it again every minute every two minutes, you know, and yeah. then you and then you race and grab the loot, race and grab the loot, and then by the end of the night, maybe you've gotten something that changes an entire build for a different character
4: right so so the idea is that you're sort of partnering with a couple of people to it either concentrate on one person's build or maybe you all benefit from this like dungeon yeah. crawl, but it's a grind like the grind is the thing. It's not the story. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh it's the we finally get this one cool piece of loot, or we get enough XP that our character's you know skill mm-hmm. tree opens up a little bit, right? That's the basic mm-hmm. idea.
5: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: No, there's nothing I, wrong. No. No, that makes sense. Like, I do that's think the, the story.
5: I'll say there's something funny which is if, When you play a game or a, like a game loop That you really like I think the story starts To become fun like even yeah, if it's yes. like I, I, I can't even see the story objectively I agree because it's just a series Of actions that I must do but Like yes over time as I played You know
4: the story's actually pretty good I actually That's, like that is what fucking Happens man like yeah. like I completely agree As you know I play Destiny 2 Which I will for the purpose of this episode Not reference too many times also not Called D2 uh, but <laughs> Destiny 2 has the same phenomenon where you get a bunch of people together and over time they start being like you know the story is actually really deep <laughs> and it's like no it's not <laughs> like it's it's, it's simple uh, and it does the job that's right like Destiny 2 has the advantage of being later and having a little bit more capability of cinematics mm-hmm. and therefore you know to the degree that it wants to accomplishes it but mm. ultimately what it's selling is the same experience as what you just said which is get your friends together, go grind for this one particular thing, uh, or this, like, you know, for the XP of it all, where you expand your character and, you know, open up some, you know, new builds or whatever. And that's the joy of it, right? That's the joy of it. So to me, that means that this game needs to be structured around a few key things for it to be worth it. The first is interesting or unique weapons. And that's where I don't get it with Diablo Two, because to me the weapons mm-hmm. are not that interesting or game changing. The skill sets, I'm I'm open to that. I like I can maybe even stipulate that they get interesting later on, but mm-hmm. like the weapons seem pretty disposable to me. You know, whereas you play, I mean, a they lot of these other are. games, it, right? Well, see, that's the thing. It's like, well, if the armor and weapons are disposable, then what am I really doing this for? Because the rarity.
5: Of an amazing thing, the journey uh-huh. to getting to the thing, because you're going to need the lame drop to get you to the next lame drop, of to get you to right, la- the next lame drop, so you can effectively grind a specific boss. And then once you've gotten to the point where you're doing ena- enough DPS, you get that you get that rune to drop. You know, and, then, and now and you have a is. rune word. Now you have a And now rune. the rune right. word is insane because it's plus three to <laughs> right. bone skill. And it's right. just like, you mean all of that whole tree is now plus three? Yes. And it's like, well, now everything I do is like eight times as good. Um, and it's like suddenly the game opens up and they have, and so the weapons are more specific and, and, you know, that's the concepts of, of legendaries like in Borderlands and Diablo three and, you know, all of these, there's unique weapons that are just not only unique in that they are rare, but they, uh, they have they some skill the game attribute and yeah. it changes the way you play the game. Yeah. So I just think that, yeah, maybe your experience, I would say at honestly, like 30 to, you know, with D2 was probably like 30 hours down or however many you had. Um, you're getting a similar feeling, you're saying you're, you're getting okay. a similar feeling, but you're not getting the good stuff see never, I, I i think yeah. I gotta
4: argue with that like you never I, went I mean, to
5: nightmare, you never went to hell you never you you didn't really play it like you played a third of the game, maybe I, know? I
4: well i did i did finish the campaign, but I didn't play it on nightmare mode if that's what you're saying, yeah, nightmare mode in hell is where shit gets good <laughs> God. well okay, sure, so like that means and i'm and I, I'm not disparaging the game i'm just I'm just like. Qualifying what you're saying is how I'm hearing it, yeah, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. that means this game requires 50, 60 hours to get to the thing that makes it addictive and fun. Where you're a god. Is, right, right, right. And I get the I get the appeal of that. I really do. I'm the guy who you remember this last year. I like I wasn't going to any of our movie nights because instead of doing that, I was c- coupling up with six <laughs> randos time, yeah. and trying to get Vex Mythoclast from the which is a exactly. gun in Destiny 2. And I exactly. did it 120 times before I finally got it. So mm-hmm. like the the key emotional experience, I get it. But the thing that seems punitive to me is that. It doesn't take me that long to get to a place where I can get Vex Mythoclast. It's just an RNG question. Like in your case, like where the real sweet loot is, it feels like, man, you got to really already like this grind to start liking this grind
5: for rune for like runes and rune words. There are early uh, level rune words that are fucking slap. Um, There are ways to play the game. I think I gave. okay. I, think no, you gave me I forget cool what loot. it was the, Here's the thing You play druid And druid isn't There are some pretty good
4: <laughs> druid rune words Well you and I Had a little argument about Should I be a druid or not When we started this run And I was like uh, na-
5: I, I, I was like Nah <laughs>
4: I was like, that's you not should. true. But you also said you I could be like, a werewolf, and I was like, great, I'd like to be a werewolf, that, and you're exactly. like, you could be a werebear, and I said, even better. See, uh, that,
5: so like, now we know the kind of commitment you're giving to this. It's like a joke <laughs> to you. You,
4: you, <laughs> no, no, you think no, i no, a no, joke? No. You think I'm a joke? No, no, no. I love this yeah. technique that you, that you have pioneered <laughs> of undermining my credibility here, but I put in plenty of time on Diablo 2, and I've played that's the franchise fair. enough. That's fair. To say, like, I'm not saying this is bad. Please, nobody hear me saying that. I'm just saying that unless you played it in its heyday where you really had that addiction experience before there were these iterations on it. uh, If you didn't have that experience, it's hard to go back and see why this particular outing is the one that people are stoked about other than somebody explaining it to you, like on a spreadsheet. Well, in 2000, this didn't (laughs) exist. And like, and because I feel like in every aspect of gameplay and the actual addiction thing, the addiction loop, Mm -hmm. lots of games are better than this now. Right. Lots and lots of games. Now there's a lot of looters that we aren't talking about that seem to also have iterated on this formula that Mm -hmm. I haven't even played enough to comment on like path of exile. Have you played that? I played Path of Exile okay. and I
5: find that too much. That's that's, that's for, too even much for you. more die hard. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. for my brother who was like okay. in yeah, 2001 yeah. actually globally ranked like on <laughs> Diablo. I you know, like love- he put that's in right. so much time. Yeah, that's it right. like destroyed his college. You know, like that's <laughs> the, and so the, I got ushered into like the highest highs because he would be like take this character. I, like I don't want it in anymore. Like yeah, get it another, away from me, and I I'm want like, to talk oh, about is the level ninety nine character. You know, so I got access to like what the game could be early on without
4: being good at it. So that's, that's awesome, though, because yeah. that's another thing that's actually really fun about Diablo is that there was a period of time, and I don't know if it's still happening because I didn't look into this, where like there was an actual off market, like a black market of selling items and stuff. Yes, you know, where like like people got so into this game and like so into finding the rare and unique loot that mm-hmm. people could like actually make money by doing this grind and then selling the items to people. I think who it was one of stuff? the
5: first forums. I think that's it was pretty awesome. d 2 JSP. Yeah. I remember that shit. And I remember my brother would sell like P gems and runes right. and
4: literally make hundreds of dollars. Right. Like, and that's like, <laughs> that's incredible. And also what's wrong with video games? <laughs> like, that's Oh yeah. For real. Things. For real. Yeah. But like,
5: that's... and th- there, there's a, uh, yeah, because there, there's still always going to be that kind of thing, right? Uh, because of the just the rarity of the items, but also there's a market because, like, you can just like there would be benchmark runes like an ist rune that would like one ist rune for you know a shako helmet or one uh, ist rune for yada yada or and then there would be like so they would have like benchmarks for the cost of these things so all you do is you just go and farm those runes. Right. Of course. And now you just have money, you know? So it it wasn't even getting unique items. It was just like, someone has a drop, or I just need a bunch of
4: stones of Jordan. And I would be, I would be offended by that because that seems so predatory as a thing. But the truth of the matter is, Video games in general have created more ancillary jobs, not less since that time, not necessarily yeah. paying for items, which seems very mercenary. But like, again, to go back to most of these looters, almost every looter has an a, a economy of people who play it and then tell you these are the things that you can get. Like, here's how you get them, like sort of mm-hmm. give you like they're Sherpas, if you will. You know, yeah. You're kind of paying for Sherpas. Every game oh, yeah, economy totally. seems to have that. So, like, even though I think the idea of selling an item that you grinded for to a less like a less accomplished player seems a little dubious to me. It's clear there's a market for it that's not gonna be denied. It's only for like the hardcore people though. But that's who you know. that's who all these games are ultimately for. All yeah, these games true. are ultimately for people who they got on the sweet, sweet addiction train. Mm-hmm. That's you know, right. and and like hey man as a as an addict of one of these type of games um i I get it, I think they're fun, and I don't think they're necessarily immoral or wrong for doing that, mm-hmm. you know it's just a question of like so like does this one get you and why you know and i'm and and, yeah. and I, this is why I come back to I'm having a hard time with Diablo too, because the weapons and the grind are both a little bland to me, you know, yeah, uh, I
5: mean <clears throat> I think. I think there's a blandness any time. I don't know that blandness is highly subjective. So I totally understand it. it. There's no need to fight on it. Right. Uh, But like, there's something that you said in your rant that stuck with me about, like, I think the key to your, your, like your, your hesitance to not seeing past, like, like what you think is
4: blandness. Like uh, you
5: said something where you're like, there's, you only have three skill trees uh, there's not and, a lot of skill
4: trees for each class right but right. like
5: the but that's the thing with this game and that's what I was kind of trying to say is that like a lot of games number goes up and there's some synergies that like oh yeah two numbers go up but this <laughs> right, game right, truly right. has unique right. builds where it's like you cast this thing for 20 levels and you can put 20 uh, you know like points into it and then you get this other synergy now that the utility of that one thing now turns into an entirely different thing. And like this, so like, I think that the skill trees for the game itself is a lot deeper than we give credit to. And I would say okay. that in terms of modern game design, they don't really break the bank in this way. They don't try to make it so that the synergies are like crazy revolutionary to your whole skill tree the second that you put like five points into it. I think you're right This about game kind of does and that's unique to this game and really satisfying and changes the way in which the game is played and I think they balanced for it so that's why ad hoc or just like before anything you do it feels bland because you kind of get over the, all right, I go do the thing, you know, click the button, click the button, click the button, Right. which all games have. But yeah, I understand. All games have it's a little bit of that. One. Yeah. It's so, an older one, so it feels especially slow. But like once you start playing with like, oh, because I have this new armor, I can do this new thing or now I can teleport and I'm not even a sorcerer. Now your game's completely different.
4: I want to support some of what you're saying by contrasting it with like a couple of, uh, a couple of game examples out there. So like, uh, I would say borderlands has a much shallower tree, even though they have classes. I think so. Yeah. Like ultimately what you're able, like the powers you're able to unlock and the specializing you're able to do is less meaningful than Diablo two. And that game is of course, much later on, um, destiny two has taken 10 years to even create, uh, working builds off of the three class types. And that's Mm -hmm. because it's taken forever for them to like vary up the light and specialties and stuff. So, like, that game has way less uh, class specialization than uh, Diablo 2, for sure. Like, it's not even close. Uh, Mm. There's other games out there. Like, I mean, obviously, Division 2 basically doesn't have it, and other games like that. I'm wondering about, and this is a game I haven't played enough. So, I'm kind of asking if you've played it. Have you played much Warframe?
5: Uh, I tried Warframe for a bit and it really does. It feels like Borderlands because like, as you mentioned with Borderlands, the skill trees
4: aren't really that influential because it's about the guns. Warframe Um, seems to have seems from what I can tell. I mean, I haven't played it enough to say, but I, I the vibe I get is that Warframe is a much more malleable experience when it comes to the combat like the combat can really be wide open in that game compared yeah. to any of the games we've listed so far where it really isn't.
5: Yeah. If looter, if looter shooter is your cup of tea, as action RPG right, or an isometric right. view, like they're completely different things. Well, right?
4: I, I think that Warframe also has swords and melee stuff too. And I think it has right. a pretty robust melee stuff. I'm just saying that because, um, All these game franchises, like all these RPGs that have classes or specializations have to sort of be accountable to like, do they stack up to different actual ways to play the game? Do they mm-hmm. become necessary in the end game to like activities, right? So mm-hmm. like Sway and I get in these arguments all the time about Witcher 3. Did Witcher 3 have meaningful class decisions with your Geralt? Like if you specialize in this, if you build up this tree, is it a different playstyle? And it kind of that ends up kind of being a little bit subjective where people are like, Yeah, it meant something to me. Um, mm-hmm. but the actual gameplay doesn't change a whole bunch in most of those games. Even something like Cyberpunk, where you can decide between uh, you know, like, am I gonna be a uh, am I gonna be yeah, a mind terrorist or am I gonna sw- well, hack it's, people it's to not pieces? Or?
5: Suddenly turn into Katamari Katamari Damacy, but unfortunately, uh, you know, like, like in Borderlands, there's guns that are like, oh, it does this, uh, it does this thing where the ricochets do all of the damage, or that's right. In uh Diablo, a great example would be like you have like a sorcerer who can do an area of effect or do a bolt or something like that. But there's some unique classes, especially in nightmare for the Druid. There's a great class. That's an elemental build, which is, has the spell hurricane and if yep. you pump up those synergies. You literally cast it and always have it on. It's so good. You usually have a bear yeah. a tank, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you just always have it on and you run around and you kill everything. Right. And it's a boring build, but it's like a, uh, it's kind of a, uh, like transitive build or like a, like a liminal build because it's like, get me out of nightmare. Um, right. Get me, out a lot of, get me
4: to the end of the level. Like it's a, right, it's a, a escape yeah, hatch so kind of build. Right. It's
5: kind of like the builds are there for utility. I, you also have builds that are like this build just does one. You kill the right. Pit. I do this with you it. You go yes. to the pit and yes. you
4: kill everything, you know? I mean, so I, I say this like actually in support of your point, I think Diablo two is actually better than people give it credit for at, Creating fairly unique experiences with combat given the skill trees that you open up. Even even though like ultimately it is sort of just like clicking a button, casting a spell, and the spell looks like this and yeah, does yeah, that. Yeah. But like, I don't know what else we're really expecting. You know, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, same I, thing I, with a
5: looter shooter, like yeah. destiny or like uh, yeah. Warframe. What are you gonna do? Roll around and run up to him and smash him or shoot him. <laughs> you know, I like, mean you're right. you gonna do one.
4: Uh, that is ultimately it, they become sort of arbitrary distinctions if you get too, like, too. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I think macrocosmic about it. But mm-hmm. one thing that I feel like Diablo 2 wasn't yet sophisticated enough for that I do miss when I play it is the idea of the campaign or even just sort of like the interim mission stuff building to more complex gameplay mechanics. Yeah. You know, like that just really doesn't exist at all in Diablo. Like, it's uh, true.
5: It's more stronger enemies, more of them.
4: Right. Most games that have had that have existed in the last like, I don't know, even 15 years, which is not that much that not that far away from Diablo 2, have a kind of um uh, there's a sophisticated uh training sense in which like some of the missions there to train you on these other mechanics which you're then going to use in the end game content or in the strikes or whatever it is that are sort of the the ultimate experience of this game. Um Diablo doesn't really have that and I would say even other Blizzard games kind of have that. Like if you play through like StarCraft's campaign or like StarCraft 2's campaign, they mm-hmm. sort of give you a tutorial like miniaturized experience of StarCraft to build up to the actual Real-time strategy, like full-on combat, right. that the, that is the final game, and so they've sort of structured their campaign around that. Diablo doesn't have that; it's just no, it the campaign is all that it is. Uh, yeah, is that? Do you think that's a knock against the game, or you're like, nah, they're uh, specialists?
5: I think that's just an aspect about being early, uh, okay. early in gaming. Like because, uh, I mean, Pac-Man also didn't have a tutorial. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, we're just like talking about. We're talking about like the age in which the game was made and what was like the kind of preeminent zeitgeist in which people were talking about and what they wanted out of games. It wasn't really on the top of the list. And then once it started becoming the top of the list because there was the games that would fail because of it and et cetera, et cetera, like it became a conversation. And then the conversation was ended and we all have tutorials for every game now. And it's that's salt. true. Um, so I think tutorial is like it's a total issue. Like you, I think it's a preference and I think that's one of the aspects of game evolution that have just improved over time. Uh, but I don't think it can be a knock against something that exists out of like in the past, like they didn't have the benefit of that knowledge.
4: It can't be a knock. Like this game is bad because it's not this, but I do think that when you're talking about where a game belongs in, in the larger conversation, uh, it not having that is detrimental to its long term legacy, right? Like, not not that that makes the game itself intrinsically bad, but that means the game's legacy itself is right somewhat less important because it's less sophisticated and we've. I guess my on
5: question it. to you is like stuff like the warp skip in Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah, the warp whistle. Yep. Uh, does that game worse because that it doesn't tell you to even think outside of the box in that way? Say that to me a different way. Ask me that question a different way. If a game ultimately doesn't teach you to think in the way that benefits or like allows you to hack around a part of the game um, and it doesn't teach you that that mindset or that skill set. Does that make the game worse?
4: Always. Like so in this case, I think you're saying in the analogy Because Mario didn't train you to look for the warp whistle, but it's in the game. even think about like jump on
5: top of the thing and run to the next room and find a secret
4: room. Right. Like if if a game has a kind of like a a hidden sort of trap door that it's not training you for, but is in the game and some people find it, is that a knock against the game? Um, I'm going to say increasingly no. Uh, and I say increasingly no Because now game designers Can lean on the internet To exposit that for them True Right Like I mean very famously Destiny 1 had Had a raid I want to say it was a raid Where like They had a They had a fucking room That was operating in binary code Where like all the yeah. guardians Had it's to like execute should, a binary yeah. code And there's no fucking way One person could have ever executed that Oh they it, did And now that, now they're uh, Actually generals of our Alien right, space right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they got promoted to Space General. They no, are like, Ender Wigan But yeah. again, there's like the average gamer, the above average gamer, the hardcore gamer, the Destiny Fiend. None of those people are going to get that. That is for mm-hmm. one person out there to crack and share on the internet, so we all get to be like, yeah, and, and like, then you do it and you get the delicious. Then you do it loot. and you get the delicious meat, right? Exactly. Once the <laughs> lot, the the crab has finally the been sweet, broken open, sweet meat. It's <laughs> exactly. So, like, do I count that against the game? I don't know. Like, that's clearly designed with that purpose in mind. Mario three wasn't. Mario three, unless it was, unless we believe that uh, this was designed. So that people can sell books, like sell guides. Right,
5: yeah, I mean, Mario Three is I intentionally chose an outdated term. You right. right to point out the internet. Right, Diablo did exist with the internet. There but not was in the same way. Guides. Yeah, like yeah. the two oh, things yeah. were coming I mean, up. It's like, the same time. I remember like pulling up essentially like rune words, the right. list of the rune words. Right. You know, like. That existed And And, uh, forums was like a huge That's how it used to be done Which is crazy Which is great There wasn't a wikia There wasn't a wikipedia for it It was just like You go on to the Diablo Like battle.net exactly, you, exactly. You, there's a forum and it's yeah. like what do you guys do when you play a uh necro you know like but this is what i do
4: a forum into their interface which means they did intend for this to be a for communal experience yeah exactly and like so in my mind uh that just that addition to the game as the way to interface with it says that they wanted this to be a fundamentally communal experience
5: Exactly. And, and I it's think great the community, for that. It's really good I for that. I think the community of uh, Diablo 2 was awesome back in Agreed. the day. It was wholesome. Yeah, It was full of helpful true. people and guilds. The game wasn't toxic really that much. I mean, there was a concept of muling where back in the day before they like improved the stash with Diablo two mm-hmm. resurrected, mm-hmm. y- you would run around and find like a spot on the a map in a s- random server where you'd be like, no one's ever going to look, think to look here. And you drop all your shit. So you could <laughs> it's like, like fer- <laughs> yeah. to ferry it to another character. Like yeah. this is old days. This yeah, is yeah, 2000, yeah. you know, like I love that. And that. I and I remember it. one time I came, I, I like ran around and I didn't do a enough job because I wanted to go quick. And uh, some dude was just grabbing all my shit, and I was like, "God, damn it, God, damn it. Uh, and so there's moments like that, but there was no incentive to be an asshole in this game, only help other people. There are PVP servers, uh, and there exists for that purpose, which is another aspect of like how this game, if you think about Diablo Two, um just like old school, how it really paved the way to guide the hand of the community. That One that's true. still used in games today. Yeah. Look at Rust. They knew yeah. to separate PVE versus PVP servers. Yeah. There's a legacy to finding like different servers with different rules. And that didn't exist before, really. I mean, I guess it didn't like if you consider like Deathmatch in like Quake or something like that. But that's not um, the same
4: thing. That's competitive. It's not the same thing. It's not a community
5: building solution. They're all ultimately the same. It's just different game modes. But this is like, this predates WoW. And right. I'm not saying it's the first game to develop the concept, but they nailed it early on, and a lot of
4: developers just learned to mimic all of its concepts. That might be one of the most enduring things about it, is that it happened to sort of be, or, and maybe not happened to, it came out at a time where internet communities were a sort of fledgling thing that people were in good faith building like they were really trying to create a community that existed only online and diablo was a great facilitator of that sort of like mystery box things were really cool when lost came out and people (laughs) watched lost and it was a communal event and everybody lost their fucking minds but once we've gone through the portal it's a little hard to go back and it's not hard to go back and see why it's good or important it's just like it's not an experience that's going to exist in the same way ever again no you know it's not and that's that's cool though that is a thing that bears remembering about this game and about yeah, this franchise I think
5: it's about paving the way and it's also about a like nostalgia for a particular time in a way in which it was done i'm not gonna fall for that like sure. i don't think it's necessarily like that time was a better time or anything like that mm-hmm. but it's i i give it to this game for being one of the first to really nail it and then everyone mimicked it and here we are now you know, it's like it's yeah. in the DNA of how we do this kind of stuff. I agree that that does matter when we talk about. Also, one thing the I'll, I want to say. Sure. Just real quick. Yeah, sure. Because I still I find it kind of profound, honestly. OK. Blizzard supported this game and its servers like D2, the classic and updates for new seasons and ladders. They never changed. was isn't new content for like 20 years. Right. Twenty years, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think it still does. Yeah. like D two Classic was playable. Yeah, and probably had like ten thousand players for twenty years consistently. That's crazy. Yeah, when you think about like how, what like EA does, or you think about Call of Duties, you know, like what it's twenty <laughs> years, some and it's not giving. There's no micro payments, no fluff. Right. Just like yeah, you love the game, have a little space. It doesn't take that much from us.
4: That's true. I thought Uh, that's cool. That is cool. Uh, Blizzard is, that is one of their good pieces of their legacy. There are some games that have, uh, they've been supported for a really long time. Like I want to say the Halos were supported for a really long time. Right. Yeah. Uh, But this is like one of the best of that. And that's also cool. I think that goes back to the community that it built is infectious and the designers felt like they wanted it to continue to exist. And that's pretty rad. I I mean, it really is pretty rad. Uh yeah. okay well I want to uh, take us real quick back through the portal back to town to get rid of some <laughs> of these axes that we picked up that are actually worthless and uh, yeah but prepare they for give you phone. money so you can roll or you can gamble
5: that, that's that's all I here want to gambling. do is gamble. <laughs> it was so <laughs> yeah, it's so dude. good <laughs> all you right uh, just gamble circuits all circuits all day Let's, all day
4: <laughs> I'm gonna open my tome we're passing through at the end of this word.
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts, and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanika on the iHeartRadio app,
3: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
4: And we're back. Uh, finally, have you know we're not weighed down by all that excess bullshit because we've shed it. Uh, hell yeah! <laughs> hell yeah! Uh, I have one question for you. So, like, uh, this is not an entirely unstrategic uh, timing for this conversation, Abe. Uh, what do you want out of Diablo Four? In light of like, how does Diablo Four <clears throat> contribute to the legacy of Diablo Two in your mind?
5: Like, it's is tough. it more the same? If it if like because that's a two that's a two type of questions right Yes. What's the what's the game I want to be made for me for Abe because Abe is Abe's
4: the hero of this story. But I think or it, Abe is, is typologically it, the same as a lot of people who like Diablo too.
5: I sure yeah. I agree and I think uh, we got Diablo two resurrected. Uh huh. We're our, we're the weird ones in the in the group that uh <laughs> that were like they placated they were like all right there's there's dozens of us <laughs> and they were like yes you get a game <laughs> so i have no i have no like thought in my head that it's gonna go this way i would love it for it to be more d2 but they're gonna go more d3 honestly i mean yeah. like it's just how it works now um it's it it just it, it's kind of like the same thing of like I loved the golden era of JRPGs, right? I, I know, grew up yeah, you on shit those. like Lufia 2 yep. and Final Fantasy yep. and all that shit. Chrono Trigger. And like, I will always be sad when a new vi- Final Fantasy comes out because it's like, oh yeah, it's just an action RPG now. It's like Zelda to me, <laughs> you know? It has all the other Final Fantasy things, but it's basically, they, they didn't, turn-based was the shit one. That was... Cause I want to so be like able to less like
4: action in your video games. Broadly. I mean, that was just
5: how I preferred to play the
4: game. Sure. You know, no, like no, disagree with okay. me fine.
5: I think turn-based yeah. is one of those things that it's now entirely on mobile and that's, that's fine. And we also have games on Kickstarter and stuff like that. We can once again, be our weird little group in our weird little Yeah, rooms. turn-based
4: is not dead. It's just not the mainstream. Like so, it was,
5: I don't think that Blizzard's going to go any direction towards D2. Uh, So it's it's a non-point, you know, like they're going to, if anything, they're going to make it more streamlined for the casual player so that the number goes up. But in a way that is more satisfying because they learned when people got satisfied from D3. So there'll be an improvement in that regard. And maybe there'll be some cool builds and maybe there'll be some sweet looking action. Um, And it will probably be a fun game to play casually. Um, I don't play D2 casually. It's also <laughs> one of the reasons I don't
4: play D2 that much anymore. Because I get I out my matrices like, and I track my progress. You see, I'm a yeah. grown man. Right, right, right. Adam, right. And I can't I afford need this to, be, to work. be into
5: Diablo 2 right now.
4: <laughs> yeah. I, I need remember to make I had money a friend in this. college. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. I had a friend in college, Raymond, who is this like. He was amazing. He was just this guy who we had not, we didn't have very much in common, but we're all very kind to each other. We're in each other's friendship circles. Sure. And then one day, and we'd known each other for like three years and it was just like, we're just very kind to each other. We loved being around each other. I love the way they saw the world, but couldn't be two different people. And uh, one day,
4: those are the best kind of casually
5: just, I don't even know how it came up, but Diablo two, I think it was like, oh, you know what's crazy is my brother started playing Diablo 2 again. And so I'm thinking about picking it up to like a room. He's like, wait, you play Diablo 2? And <laughs> I met the only legitimately other than my brother, like person who was more into Diablo 2 than I was. That's great. <laughs> like, and he was just insane. That's and great. I was just like, Raymond, so you want to play? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like before I know it, it's like day one of the server. And he's just like, do you want this, 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 this? And I'm like, oh,
4: shit. Yeah. See, but that you've is been a- playing for 18 hours, haven't you? That is a great... Great experience though like as a person yeah. who's been on the other end of it like you just were like right. playing with somebody who's really into it and has cool stuff and like knows how to do it uh, mm-hmm. like knows how to make the most of it you see you see a lot of the thought that went into what the game is mm-hmm. you know and like also you see why the the crowd that loves it really loves it because it requires a kind of like inside seasoned intelligent reasoned process. Yeah, they have to create exactly. a process that is uh that that nobody told them, they figured it out over time and I think you know a lot of games want to take that kind of reasoning away from their players so that it's a more passive experience because you can just plug in and you're playing well, a lot just, of people to re- everyone else. A lot of people want to and I'm going to use this word gently, relax when they play video games. Like mm-hmm. the, like and relaxing means, you know, this it's somewhere between a movie and an interactive experience. Right. Or Mm. it's or it's somewhere more toward a movie than Diablo 2 is probably a safer way to say it. And they're not wrong. Like that's going to sell more than Diablo 2 probably will. But there are people out there who like they get fiendy for let me try to let me figure out a way to best manage this world. Like I I, honestly I feel like if my dad had been a young man in 2000 and like not married or whatever, he might have loved this. Cause it like Mm -hmm. it just there's a certain kind of brain Like not an engineering brain but a kind of A process brain that really Gets tickled by this you know Um, Yep and I like that this Exists for them (laughs) (laughs) yeah no you're a Process brain a little bit Yeah I think so yeah like Abe is a guy who for Those of you who don't know who like created his own Camera lenses uh, In film (laughs) school why because he's got A little bit of a process brain You know I want to know what it looked like (laughs) right i think that kind of curiosity gets rewarded in this game i think that's what it's for you know although again it's not it's not deep emotionally like it's not it's not narratively deep where like you scratch at this little weird corner and you find a cool story or whatever like some i don't know like like torment or something you know tides of numenera like something like that where there's just a lot of layers to it it's not like that um and i think that is a bit of a ding against it for me, but I think mm-hmm. we're ready to pass our final checkpoint. Wouldn't you agree? Abe? Hell yeah, dude. And uh, get into whether we will keep or delete Diablo 2 from our Celestial hard drive. Abe, you are a host. You get a full vote. What say you?
5: <laughs> One of two. Uh, of course. I mean, I, Diablo 2 Resurrected is the, the best way to play, way to play yeah. Diablo 2. And Diablo 2, for not just the seminal reasons and the formation of how we play action RPGs, and RPGs in general, or looters, or MMOs, like, it's the strands of its DNA extend all the way for 20 years. And it's undeniable that you can, look like, rarely do you find games that have that kind of legacy. So if you're going to put it on a hard drive, This is the game to put it on, put on the hard drive from this genre. It's got to be this one. So, you know, I I did mention that I have nostalgia goggles for this time. But, like, I just don't see what other metric you can really beat when it comes to putting it on the hard drive. That means that my game that
4: I love is saved. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's Uh, a good argument. So, like, here's where I am with this. It's hard to not acknowledge... That historically, this is the one people feel matters of this entire genre. Like, if you put all the games we've mentioned today that were looters against each other and let the Internet vote, they would 100% keep Diablo 2.
5: I mean, I think there's people who are even more hardcore. Like, some people are going to put Path of Exile over There it, are you know? people like-
4: who would disagree, but I think that if I feel pretty confident in saying that if we were going to crowd crowdsource the answer to this question, Diablo 2 would mm-hmm. win. Um, probably yeah like because for a lot of least. the reasons that I think you ad- accurately stated like it did build up a community it is sort of the first of its kind um, it is a satisfying progression for hardcore fans like it's built for those people uh, it is a great communal experience in fact I remember when I was 20 years old a bunch of my friends were doing lawn- land parties and this was the game they were playing you know mm. and it was and it seemed really cool I didn't have a computer so I couldn't do it uh, that is not why I'm so not as up high on it, but maybe it factors in a little bit. I can't say, um, all I can say is that, uh, I'm trying to be as objective as I can and acknowledge all of that. Um, but also acknowledge that as a video game experience, I don't think that anything about it exists, uh, in its best form here. I really think a lot of games are better, including Diablo three. I think Diablo three is a better game. I get that. It's not as important to people who love Diablo, but it's hard for me to see w- how the history outweighs the fact that the game itself is a little bit, uh, unenticing to a new gamer now. And most of the ones that I want to keep are, that is not true. Like you can play it and really get it. Um, so I'm going to delete this game. um, I do it with a heavy heart because I get that some people are gonna be furious. Uh this is always el- like if Mike feels very strongly mm-hmm. that I messed up, he can make his pitch uh when we do the hard drive episode. Uh maybe you can write him a note, Abe, and force him to do it. Say D- don't fix let it. it <laughs> yeah. Fix what he did. But and like this is I, important. The aliens will know. Yeah, all I can that's right. All I can say is uh I don't think that looters as a genre deserve like a bunch of entries on this hard drive. I feel like maybe one or two. And my gut says that we may need to revisit a Borderlands, but I also mm-hmm. still think Destiny Two is a more interesting game than Diablo Two, uh, for mechanics. Sorry, of course he did. I know. I'm sorry, but I I do think I, that.
5: I, yeah, I I. It comes down to I think it's highly subjective, is, obviously. of course,
4: and like this is the like this is my task as a person who's taken this on is. Mm-hmm. To use my subjectivity for what I, I take hope is no good. no yeah. but I am No, king. no, I take absolutely no pleasure in eliminating Diablo 2 or in the hate that I'm going to get for it. But I, it, for me, no, it's I'm just not doing even it. I don't think
5: you're even going to get that much hate, dude. This I is not, not. This is not 2005 yeah, or 2012. Right. This is 2023. Most people are like, what that? <laughs>
4: Other, <Who dis?" laughs> that's right. Otherwise, I'm going to have to repair my lightning mace and throw my, ru- yeah. my lava ball at them and hope that's good yeah. enough to get out of this And alive.
5: I, I agree. I agree with you. You're like, looters only get two. I'm like, Platformers get like two. You yeah, know like that's that's a good conversation. We have a lot and of platformers you, and I know that would fuck you up it because would. you that means you'd get one Mario probably,
4: you know. I don't know if that's what it means.
5: <laughs> like it absolutely is what
4: it means. You need know. a different franchise. You need know. to go with
5: the Sonic. Not sure you know? if I
4: agree with that. If yeah, I Hey, look, I'm just
5: rules. a humble co-host <laughs> doing my part. <laughs> uh, no, I love that you're pushing challenging
4: on this. You. I love it. Yeah. No, it's great. I I really think that I'm glad that somebody's super passionate about looters on this episode. Uh, it was not an accident that I asked you to be on this because uh, I want the, I want the conversation to be fair and to be, uh, I I don't want to ever have a game on here where nobody loves it or thinks it's any good, you know? Like, yeah,
5: Cause then what are we talking yeah, what about? Are we doing what here? are we doing <laughs> here? Like this is
4: this, this podcast isn't just like, here's a game. Let's chat about that. Um, no, so no, thank no. you for doing it's... your duty uh, mm-hmm. and defending a thing that you love. And thank you for filling in admirably as a, uh, guest host this this week and uh, Abe if people like hearing your melodious uh, baritone voice where can they hear more <laughs> of that uh,
5: yeah so you head on over to patreon.com slash small as was alluded earlier in this podcast uh, small beans is a a group of of podcasters who do several different types of shows and it was co-founded by myself and Michael Swaim of this podcast um, and Adam Ganser is there. He's in a lot of our shows sure am. and he's, he's in the brain trust. It's like our main squeeze and it's how you mm. get content from this group uh, in addition to one upsmanship, you know? So it's a uh, patron does it, but if you want the free feed, which is only so much of our catalog, it's, it's a certain percentage. It's not everything doesn't have some of the special Sweet, sweet sauce. Uh, You can just find that anywhere you check out small beans. I mean, you should Um, know
4: that Abe and I uh, are directors. That's our trade, and Mm -hmm. uh, we have a specific podcast on small beans. That's just him and I. Yes, we do. Called if
5: you like our band. If you like this bit,
4: uh, it's called Director Piece Theater, where we uh, analyze and I guess you might say exposit the the trade secrets of directors for movies that you wouldn't think have great uh filmmaking but do uh we love doing that podcast yeah. it's hard work and uh we'd love for you to enjoy that if you had a good time listening to this yes indeed yes indeed abe love you buddy
5: thanks for coming on hey man this is a this is a blast isn't it i can always chat with you about anything that matters That's right and uh and and know that i'm in good hands That's right. Uh, Such good oh, hands What, what, a, Tender what hands. a good guy right Let's hear it for Adam Ganter, everybody Yes all
4: of you should clap yes. thank you
5: Everyone please clap uh, <laughs> Yeah I love you oh, man. I
4: love you too we gotta get the hell out of here now Work complete